BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, hello. Yeah. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. So glad you are here. It is a Dear Meathead Wednesday where my beloved 89-year-old father will make another appearance on the show. For now, God, I cannot even begin to tell you how many years. I think it was back in 2016 that he started to be a regular on the old radio show. But, uh, yeah. Just uh, doing great as uh, as well as he can. Maybe a little tippy. Maybe falls over here and there. But other than that, he's busy pulling weeds, picking up leaves. And uh, yeah, getting ready to go uh, for you on Dear Meathead. I have a grand total of zero. Zero. That's right. Zero questions for my dad. I, uh, I get the idea that uh, when I start the show on day of, that's kind of like the reminder that people need. It's like, oh, yeah, I can come up with a question and send them. So if you have something burning on your brain, maybe actually something that's like happening in your life. Well, hey, meathead, I need advice. This is what's going on in my life right now. And then send a question along to me on the Shoreliners striping inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Be happy to read that to him. Uh, he takes us all very, very seriously. I cannot wait to do the show, guy. Uh, I can't either, Dad. It's really it's uh, an absolute blessing uh, to be able to do it uh, with you. And so uh, you'll be able to hear him and my beloved stepmother, Joanne, who um, the, okay, the latest is, I think I might have mentioned this, my beloved aunt, my dad's brother, is supposed to come into Michigan from San Francisco with my cousin to visit them. Now, my dad is kind of like a hermit. And most people get like that when they get old. They're like, oh, God, I I don't want to see anybody. It's like, you know, you can't do that. And his sister just loves him. And I love my aunt. She's great. And I love my, uh, my uh, cousin as well. And uh, so I'm like, well, yeah, let's... Uh, what, what, what's the big deal? Come on, let's have a party. Let's go old school. And uh, they're like, well, yeah, but you see, we have to entertain. And it's like, well, I mean, she's 80. It's not like she's going to be saying, let's go to the strip club, for God's sake. I mean, give me a break. And uh, so uh, my dad and Joanne are all like, oh, we don't know. I go, what? 
You'll be fine. And they said, will you travel to our house and stay with us in your camper and entertain them? I go, and so this is, this is what you do. Take my advice here. When elderly folks ask you for something, they really mean it. They are, they genuinely need your assistance because typically they're like, I I think they get less traumatic as they get old. At least that's what I've noticed. So uh, there was genuine worry in the voice of my uh, beloved stepmother, Joanne. And uh, like, well, while they're here, can you stay here? And then like uh, when we want to go in like and go to bed or whatever, uh, you'll still be here to help entertain them. I think that's what I'm gathering they want me to do. And what did I say? What do you think I said? I said, of course, of course. Sounds great. Well, won't that interfere with like your work? I'm like, no, it won't interfere with the work. Are you kidding me? This is my work. This thing right here. If I can, if I can transport this thing, I, I can work. It's simple. If I have a cell phone and I can do, I can work. It's that it might be shitty, but it's that versatile. Everything I have is up here in my brain and, and, and into this microphone. Oh, oh, oh my God. Thank God. Don't even worry about it. I'll take care of it. Um, so then I reach out to my cousin. Her name is Janet. And, uh, I go, when are you, when are you guys coming? We don't know yet. So I'm like, oh, okay. So this is like pre-planning. Well, we're thinking July. I go, just let me know. Well, we don't want to have to put you out. And, and so I always have to explain to people the dynamic. I go, I have nothing. I have zero holding me back. I can be in uh, uh, two or three places at once. It is not an issue. Okay. All right. They, nobody expects that. I'm like this. I go, the day I start putting this, this stuff in front of like, uh, my loved ones. I mean, we, I think we have a problem, you know? And as long as I have a little time to prepare, if I actually have it, uh, to a point where I can't do the show, I can still put out tons of material that is uh will suffice for a period of time which by the way i was um uh going over some audio uh for who are these zanes first of all this cassette is from october 25 1991 college radio we're going to review this uh, I sent uh, the, the audio over to Ben. We're going to review this on Thursday to premiere on Saturday, I believe. Yes. And I'm hungover in this show. I spent the, uh, the, the, the night prior at a club 
a rock club watching a band that I loved that's no longer a band called The Toll out of Columbus, Ohio. So I start off the show talking about, oh man, I'm so hungover. You've never heard me say those words before. I got shit-faced. Uh, and then I also found this. This tape with nothing on it is the oldest recording I have, at least up to now, of my time with uh, my old pals Greg and Chris. This is before we even moved to Grand Rapids. And I, uh, I, I made a digital copy of it. And I was like, okay, we can use this for who are these Zanes. And then I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to use that. Um, like that may show up on Patreon for uh, something to listen to while I'm away. From, I think it's April of 04. Just before we left New Jersey to go to uh, Grand Rapids. Uh, on the Hawk. Let's see. Where, uh, what the hell was I talking? I was talking about my dad. Anyway, dear meathead today. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you have a question for dad and Joanne, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. E-R-I-C at EricZaneShow.com. Uh, we are 49 minutes away. Zero questions in. Even after this big push I made. Zero questions in. If there are no questions, there will have to be some type of adjustment. I don't want to hold you hostage, but if you have anything at all burning on your brain, by all means, um, send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I know sometimes it's like, ah, somebody else will do it. Somebody else will do it. Okay. You are all I have. Thank you so much. Okay. Now, that being said, you are all I have. Um, occasionally I will come across reviews of my show. I've said before, Hey, uh, subscribe, rate and review. And occasionally I'll get a review. Uh, I don't get a ton of them. I often wonder how, uh, I mean, I look at some of these shows that I know that they're not that popular and they have thousands of reviews and I, I'm like there's no way and uh, shows that have been around for like not nearly as long with a smaller audience with thousands more reviews now not that I care I mean I care but it doesn't really help me the only review I'm really concerned with is a uh, an amount of dollars and cents coming into my pocket that is the, the review that I am most concerned with. Everything else is silly. Everything else is like when I read this one from John, the psycho magician who, who uh, gave me a review at the end of 2022. I'm like, oh, that's nice of him. And uh, so, in fact, John wrote, 
in December, December 28th, 2022, Next Generation Morning Radio, which is, it sounds interesting. I'm very, uh, I don't know what that even means. It's, it's the new generation. He's 53 years old. 52. I think I'll be 53. No. Am I 52? I'm 52 right now. I'll be 53 in July. John writes, I have been a listener of Eric for many years. If you liked how free beer and hot wings was, you will really enjoy this show. I got to pause right there. I don't know. That's, that's, uh, I, you know, I've had a chance. I've gone and listened to a small amount of the, uh, something to listen to while I'm away shows. And there's nothing like it. So it's, it's not really a, a, a appropriate thing to say that what I do now is like that. It, it's not, that was an ensemble show and, uh, just some funny ass shit. I don't, I, I, like I said, I, I, I don't like to listen, but the stuff that I have her, I was like, well, now that's actually funny. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, uh, challenge the notion that what I do now is like that. I don't know if you mean entertaining. All right. I, I, I can go with that. And that's uh that's a wonderful thing to say. And perhaps John doesn't like the current, um, you know, direction of uh, that show going soft rock, soft rock and light hits. Um, you know, maybe that's what you mean. He says, uh, you will really enjoy the show. There is also a transparency, transparency and morality that shines through, which makes this show endearing. But before you know it, bam, he might shake things up like a bucking Bronco. And he says, it's never boring. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Now, the good that that does is uh, not equitable to the bad that this does. This person in Tennessee, it says Jay Bonham from Tennessee. John Bonham? Jason Bonham? The drumming family of Bonhams? Checked out the show and wrote this. Not only boring, but also annoying. Dumb podcast. All right, so you got one dude in Tennessee saying never boring. And then another dude in Tennessee saying, not only boring, but also annoying and and dumb. You're dumb. All right. Uh, Mr. Bonham writes, I thought I would enjoy this podcast since I'm a longtime Free Beer and Hot Wings show listener. But this is something of a different sort. It's not an entertaining podcast, at least not for me. This person continues. If you enjoy having Eric Zane shout incomplete nonsense and rambling about details of a certain football game, all with repeated extended pauses between phrases, then you've come to the right place. I thought I had just landed in a dud episode, so I've given it a few chances. 
Each time is a disappointment for me. So now I've chosen to not give it a fourth chance. Best of luck to you, Zane. Best of luck to you, Zane. God, you could have just not listened. Fucking A. But, uh, you know, live by the uh, review, die by the review, I guess. Fuck me. That one kind of stung. I'm the type, though, that when I get that, I'm like, that motherfucker. So I try to, like, track them down. I, like, look in the, uh, I use the search function of email for that last name. Maybe this fucker left me an email at some point. I'm going to rip, I'm going to tell this guy that I'm going to fuck his skull or something like that. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Fuck do I hate that. Ugh. Jesus. I was talking about that on the huge show yesterday. Uh, I was encouraging people. I go, yeah, text uh, the word huge to 21,000. And uh, you keyboard warriors can leave me a message. And uh, then people do that. They actually say, all right, here we go. Kenny writes, dear meathead question sent so long as my email isn't blocked. LOL. It's not. Uh, Aram says that might be Kenny last week. (laughs) All right. Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, okay. So if you were to actually go and, um, and look at this, this is from Apple podcast. See all these nice, nice reviews, but then there's three that stand out. You had the dude I just read. And then this one, oh, fuck podcast garbage. This is uh, right around the time of the Zaniac revolt. The great Zaniac purge of 2022. Podcast garbage, little man, little show, huge inferiority complex, mediocre show at best, but that's only if you like to listen to someone talk about burned bridges in his wake, taking zero accountability for anything that went wrong, as well as trashing listeners that stopped listening. Yeah, that one smells like Zaniac uh, filth to me. Charlie wrote almost two years ago. I've read this one before poison for your soul for the soul if you like listening to a bitter old man throw a tantrum yelling nonsense to himself in his closet this is the podcast for you i hope he finds peace one day i've tried to continue to support him over the years but it's just ran its course with me the bitterness and spite is just too much to listen to daily really how about this one gross wow disgusting pod host makes jokes about rape (laughs) <laughs> not cool also major sexist vibes oh god all right i've had enough with reviews for till the next time i check out the reviews shit ah well that's fun i guess um uh let's see oh i got an email that i want to read to you holy shit thank you um to Patrick and Kenny for sending a question for Dear Meathead. Uh, let's see. Where is that email I wanted to read? <laughs> Aha. Subject line A little clarity from an anonymous person. 
Hey, Zane, I was just curious if you're being willfully ignorant or just uninformed regarding Dylan Mulvaney and Target. Obviously, it's come up quite a bit on the show, the whole Bud Light thing and Target and whatever. Uh, this person writes, it has nothing to do with gay and transgender. It has to do with targeting children. So I, I'm like, wait a minute. Are you suggesting, huh? What? He says, Dylan on TikTok, you know, TikTok's average user is under 21, actually under 18. It'd be like Barney partnering with Bud Light. That's not appropriate. So uh, put a pin in that. I come back to all of this. I address this uh, ding dong. Same goes for Target. No one has an issue with pride clothes for adults. That's not true. People have issue with items directed at children. You know, toddler clothes with trans messages. Books for children promoting trans, tuck-friendly clothing. And this person says, that's not appropriate for kids. Just figure I'd give you a little right-wing insight since you are racist towards white conservatives. LOL. I responded with this. Hey, hey, thanks for reaching out. So you're suggesting that Dylan Mulvaney is trying to talk to children along with Bud Light? Is that right? I'm confused. And I said, even if Dylan was aiming her content at kids, so what? If you've ever seen what happens on Dylan Mulvaney's TikTok, it's the dumbest, nonsensical, wacky, crazy kid shit you're ever going to see. So what? She's a silly entertainer. She does silly, dopey content that makes young people these days laugh. There is nothing. It's not like Dylan Mulvaney is saying, yeah, cut off your cock, drink a Bud Light. That's not happening. There's nothing lascivious or inappropriate at all about the content. Unless I've missed something. And then I wrote Target. Now this is where a dumbass showed the bigotry. Toddler clothes with trans messages. Oh, 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 the terror. Who gives a fuck? This is pearl clutching. I mean, if a toddler's wearing a shirt that says love is love, which is kind of like a word, uh, a phrase that's been adopted by that community. Um, psychopaths like you are going to say, oh, no, that baby's promoting trans people. The nerve. As I wrote, Target, what's wrong with toddler clothes with those types of met, uh, messages? The idea is about equality, I think. Tuck-friendly clothing is important for people who prefer to do that. Why is that bad, and why is that, and why does that bother you? I mean, if there's a boy who wants to be a girl, but he can't currently, and in the meantime wants it to appear like he doesn't have a cock, 
and he tries to stuff his dick down between his legs, that can be uncomfortable. So Target says, all right, we've made like clothes so that dudes can tuck their cocks. Who gives a shit? Stay in your motherfucking lane. Mind your own business. I said, why is that bad and why does that bother you? Again, this all goes back to worry about you, okay? Don't worry about the toddler wearing the love is love shirt. Don't worry about the, the baby wearing the rainbow flag onesie. Worry about your Leonard Skinner t-shirt and your fucking Walmart pants and whatever shit you wear while you're listening to Charlie Daniels band going to the Kid Rock concert, uh, drinking whatever the fuck it is you drink. This world would be a much better place if dipshits like you worried about you. Worry about yourself. Don't worry about the kid tucking his cock in uh, clothes purchased at Target. You have no idea what it's like having to live like that. Can you imagine if you, as a dude... Just picture yourself, um, someone saying, yes, you should dress up like a woman and you should put on prosthetic breasts and walk around and you had to do that for a week. Can you imagine how uncomfortable you would feel? That's what these transgender uh, folks feel like. But you don't understand that because you're. Uh, uh, it's impossible for you to try to put yourself in their shoes, you dumb twat. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Man. All right. I still love you, though. I'm glad you support the show. Uh, you, uh, whoever you are, it's, uh, I, I don't know your name. You, you, you know, you, you've said some good things in the past. But for fuck's sake, you got to relax, man. I'm getting set to bring Stu McAllister in here. Because the guy who used to run Dippin' Dots is in a shit ton of trouble. But I have a lot of things that I have to do before I make that happen. First thing, I need to kick the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube out. Enjoy your day. Get the full show uninterrupted. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I have a free Patreon. If you like my uh, pauses and whatever shit that that fucking asshole said about me. By the way, I pause because I fucking think. If you catch me pausing, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to say? I don't have someone else I can depend on to fill in the fucking blanks. And besides, sometimes I'm reading the interactions on the chat. So that's why sometimes that's, that's why the pacing of the show is like it is. I don't sit there and try to fill every second with my air and words. It's impossible. I like to take my time during this two hour show. So fuck off. Thank you. If you've been enjoying this on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, have a good one. Uh, Facebook and uh, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Kenny says more pauses when Amanda floods the chat. Boy, that's a, a, a pot meat kettle. You you invented that. In fact, uh, if you look at it the way I see it right now, nine comments. 
five of which, six of which are yours. This is this is exactly what I'm talking about. You dominate the chat even when you don't know you're dominating the chat. And then you write, I knew you were going to say that. You you didn't have to write that. That's you. You are the creator of bogarting the chat. You're a you're a chat bogarter. Cole says that's got to be 600 seconds. I would, but I don't want to deal with what goes with that. You know? It's easier to just call him a dumb fuck that he is because if you give him a chat, he thinks that, or a, a, a pause, a 600 second pause on the chat, is like, oh my God. Yeah, shut up, Kenny. Starting to get on get on my nerves already. It's been a fucking week. Um, all right. I'll bring Stu in in just a second here. First off, though, the open and live stream of this show brought to you by Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get a mortgage from Van Dyke Mortgage. If you've uh, owned your home for a long time, you can get a ton of money out of that home to whatever. Uh, home improvement, put on a new roof. You got to do something. Or uh, perhaps you got a high interest credit card bill that kind of uh, got the best of you. Pay that off because you're paying a lot of money APR. 25% APR in that damn deal. Come on. Uh, pay off, pay that off and um, save yourself a ton of money. Anywhere in the U.S., reach out to Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Paintball season. Well, you know what? Paintball season is year-round. Rick at TC Paintball, the number one paintball facility entertainment complex in all of Michigan and beyond TC paintball gr.com. Uh, if the kids are like, God dang it, it's sure we had nothing to do. That's what kids say in the summer. You know, they, they look so forward to getting out of school and then they get out of school and they just sit around and fucking play video games. Screw that shit. Get them outside at TC paintball, gather up the neighborhood pals, Dads, get get like the dad squad to go. Maybe the mom squad. Uh, head over to TC Paintball in Grand Rapids. Terrifically fun destination. TCPaintballGR.com BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Now, I remember this dude, Scott Fisher. 
I think that's the guy from Dippin' Dots who did something shitty and it was in the news. I don't remember exactly what that was. Maybe this story gets into it. Last week, though, he's he was in charge from 2012 to 2022. He was uh, just arrested last week. Cops found him nude and hammered after he supposedly beat up his girlfriend. Uh, they had an argument while drinking last week, Tuesday, at their home in Oklahoma. And then they he went to bed uh, pissed. You, you never go to bed pissed with your wife or girlfriend. The argument resumes because this happens. The argument resumes six hours later and turned physical when Fisher woke up and then grabbed his girlfriend by the shirt and started choking her, threw her over the couch, and began striking her chest with a closed fist. Uh, cops found blood on one of the couch cushions. Fisher's girlfriend managed to free herself and call cops, but he interfered with the call, grabbed the phone while she was reporting the incident. That's being recorded. She then took off out of the house. Cops got there. They found the dude totally nude with a blank expression on his face. While he stood before them with a circular sway, a strong odor of alcohol, unsteady on his feet as they walked him to the police car. I wonder if they put him in there nude. Released on $10,000 bond, he issued a statement. While things may not be as reported and have been misrepresented, it is a regrettable manner that was not as reported. What? This incident is not his first offense. There it is. 2021 ex-girlfriend sued him for invasion of privacy, intentional infliction of emotional distress and negligence after he shared nude photos of her without her consent. This sounds like one of those guys that's like shitty with women. You know? That's taking the page out of the old any old Joe playbook. He's also been arrested for a Dewey in 2018 after he crashed his car into a power line pole. Fisher and his dad, Mark Fisher, acquired Dippin' Dots for bank- out of bankruptcy for $12.7 million in 2012 and sold it to J&J Snack Foods Corp. for $222 million in 2022. Stew is a big part of that. Stu is the reason why it sold for $222 million. Oh, my God. And as you know, Stu has uh, come full circle. He is back slinging dots. Bring him in here right now. I I even gave him the heads up here that I was calling. Oh, my God. Stu slinging the dots, right? Slanging dots. Okay. What community are we in today? Uh, I am in the uh, great city of Lansing, Michigan. Oh, that's like a that's like a massive metropolis compared. To- <laughs> exactly, there is actually some civilization today. Do you, okay now, Dippin' Dots are mostly available in these far out of the way places, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm in all sorts of podunk towns. So yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me. You know, you'd think that they would have one store that they, in addition to what you're doing, they could have the Dippin' Dot store where they sell small micro uh, uh, sub-zero freezers 
and you uh-huh. can, and people can go and get their own Dippin' Dots to keep in their freezers. Is that not practical? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> not at all. Okay, so this it's a good thought, but yeah, no, it wouldn't work. So basically, the only reason why Dippin' Dots have to be distributed the way you do it is because they need to be kept so cold. Yeah, it's like negative 40 degrees, so it's a lot colder than your regular freezer. So a lot of people think, oh, I'll just store it in my freezer. I'm like, and then it melts. Yeah. I'm like, all right, okay. whatever you want, fella, I don't care. Let's say we made, uh, waved a magic wand and all freezers had a compartment that was negative 40. There you, you go. You would be out of business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have a job. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe gotcha. that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. Um, the word on the street is that you are the best at taking care of these dots and especially the freezers. I think I talked to a person who said that you are the best at making sure there's no frost on the freezers and shit like that. And not everybody d- takes care of the freezers at the client's businesses. Yes or no? Uh, listen, I am a driver number one for a reason. Okay. All right. You, you know what? Stu, they should create a position where you actually have to supervise all these shithead drivers that don't do it right. It's amazing how dumb this job is and people uh, still can't do it. So whatever. What are you going to do? Do you think this will be a uh, a long time run? What, what's the longest run you've had with dots? Uh, two years, I think. Okay. Can think, we? Yeah. So we're setting a goal for two years. Something's got to change, though. Uh, In uh, I need to be given like more responsibility of some kind. We're actually like expanding, and we're going to be selling another product other than Dippin' Dots. I'm not going to get into what it is. No, no. But uh, yeah, I think think, yeah, it's getting weird. I think because I think can I? I'm just going to speculate because I know the clientele that they're going to be called Trump Dots. (laughs) that's a lot of the communities that we go to i was in cold water yesterday and i saw a guy in a moped with a giant let's go brandon flag oh yeah you know off the back we pretty sure was the mayor (laughs) i'm very thankful for trump for uh corrupting all of these retards because (laughs) because now we have entertainment when we drive down the street (laughs) yeah you are correct it is it is uh weird seeing all this nonsense do you know who Scott Fisher is? Offhand, I don't think I do. Who is Scott Fisher? Scott Fisher uh, was in charge of Dippin' Dots from 2012 to 2022. Oh, was he the guy with the revenge porn? Is that the guy? That is the guy. What a loser. Okay. <laughs> uh, he and his dad, Mark Fisher, they did you know that Dippin' Dots was in bankruptcy in 2012? And, I don't think I did know that. No. Okay. The, these two motherfuckers bought it for $12.7 million. All right. And 10 years later, they sold it for on the backs of people like you for $222 million. Yeah. Some food corporation bought it. It's yeah. crazy, right? J&J yeah. Snack Foods Corp. Oh, my yeah. God. So I don't know if they like, uh, if he's just been kind of like counting his money since then or what. But didn't you say that you had met the dude once? No, I, I've never met that guy, no. God, I could have swore you did tell me that. Fuck. Well, that- no, no. I wish I did, just so I can eyeball these fucking losers. I just want to be like, why are you a scumbag? So 
Okay, so the people that you work with may actually. Have, yeah, have, yeah, may, yeah, yeah. My, my higher ups have met the guy. Okay, they may have like participated in an orgy or something with him. <laughs> it was in Vegas, so I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, this fucker, he beat the shit out of his old lady. It was just oh, a, it was a girlfriend, uh, and the cops showed up there, and he was one hundred percent nude. <laughs> And then they had to drag his ass out. Uh, he was like running around the house trying to chase this chick. He had already beat her up. She called the cops. There's audio of him grabbing the phone out of her hands. They fuck you. And like <laughs> the will, It's incredible. And then they ended up uh, arresting this son of a bitch. And he's been a piece of shit his whole life. You know, hey, you had like you said that revenge porn incident. Uh, yeah. in, uh, 2018, a Dewey crashed his car into a power pole. He's fucking getting fat off that dots money. This is why money fucks people up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as people get money, they turn into assholes. I mean, look at all these guys, right? Like I just watched the documentary on uh, the subway dude, huge piece of shit. The documentary on Weinstein, huge piece of shit. All these guys are just they get money, and then there's this level of entitlement or something. It's crazy. Yeah, there's only one guy who never lost his shit. It's that Warren Buffett guy. I mean. He's too damn old to get his wiener up. Oh, exactly. I mean, he's been a billionaire forever, and he sits around and just watches TV like my brother-in-law. He's a fucking idiot. I mean, that you're, you're supposed to go out and, like, rape. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully you don't do that. I don't want to see Buffett rape anybody. No, I don't either. And I, I don't want anybody to get raped, but it seems like in the playbook of rich dudes that that's, like, what you're supposed to do is really fucked up. Well, you get used to like having nobody tell you no. That's the issue. Yeah. You need to tell everybody no at least once a day. Yes, exactly. And I, I struggle with that because my wife's like, hey, I want to do this. I'm like, no. And then she looks at me and it's like, that's it. I can't, I can't <laughs> say no. You can say no to everybody except your wife. There you go. Yeah. Everybody but your spouse. And yeah. We all, yeah. And, and, and you, have you ever had a spouse? I don't even know that. No, I've never been married. I've been in long-term relationships but oh, yeah, yeah no never married y'all and i think you're looking for the next mrs McAllister right now yeah it would be nice yeah but it, the older you get the more you're like people don't want to deal with you oh <laughs> you see that's bullshit that's bullshit they don't want to deal with your nonsense you don't want to deal with their nonsense and you're like ah christ i think so. all you got to do is just walk around with the confidence you have and i say that uh -huh. I, if any woman saw you at Berlin, I'm surprised they didn't throw their vaginas at you. And this is why. Because you must have extreme confidence to be willing to wear the compression socks and not give a fuck. <laughs> well, that's true. But you know what else is also true? I was the prettiest woman at Berlin. Oh, Raceway. I know. Well, yeah, well, was, well the, it's outside of the people that were with our group because Ben's girlfriend was there. Her fiance was there. Oh, yes, yes. Sarah yes. was there. She smelled like flowers. Tracy was there. Holy cow. And then the rest of that place was all, you know, they didn't even have a full set of chromosomes. <laughs> I love that place, though, man. I'm not going to lie. I never would have thought I liked it, but I'm like, this place is actually pretty cool. I know it. I'll be going back there in a few weeks. We can all go. We can all go again. Yeah, I'll go again, man. Are we doing a derby on Saturday? We are Saturday. Uh, you come over to my house, and then we'll yeah. jaunt over. It's a, it starts at four uh, four thirty, Stu. Okay, All so right. we'll be That's out early. of there. Yeah, we'll be out of there by seven seven thirty. 
Wow. We'll I get to go to bed at eight. Exactly. And then those <laughs> um, those derby sluts are going to want to screw us. <laughs> they don't want to screw us. They want to screw each other. A few of them, yeah. A few of them probably do. I would say 99% of them do. I love them, though. I can't wait for that. What is their name? Do you know? Uh, they go by the Grand Raggedy Roly- Roller Derby, and I think they divide up into two teams. One is called, like, the Conquerors, and the other one is, like, uh, the Wet Labias or something. <laughs> I do I do love how they give each other dumb names like that. It's so funny to oh, me. Yeah, Lindsay Blohan. That's, like, my favorite. <laughs> Imagine being a kid there, and you got to go, Yeah, Lindsay Blohan, can I have your autograph? We need more sexual innuendos with our team players. Right. They, they need to amp it up like uh, anal gape. Uh, you know, uh, uh, two dicks, two dicks in me or something like that. I... Right, right. <laughs> best. Okay, Stu. Good time, uh, what, have you watched anything else? You said you watched the subway thing. That was an incredible piece of uh, uh, history there. I, it was just an unbelievable story. Have you watched yeah. anything, anything else? Uh, I watched, uh, the series on Peacock, uh, based on a true story. That's just about, uh, a podcast. These, these, a married couple just uh, comes across a murderer and they make a podcast out of it. It's a, it's a comedy. I, I liked it. It was goofy. What the hell's it called? You know? Uh, based on a true story. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I know it, it's confusing when you say that. And you're oh. like, what is it? Okay, so what's it about? Who is it? It's based on a true story. That's the name of it. Is it a so it's a scripted show or a, a, a dark? yeah yeah okay. it's a scripted show. It's got that chick from uh, uh, what was it? Big Bang Theory. Okay, she's in it. She's the only person I recognize. So yeah, no, it was good. I, if you got Peacock, go watch it. I str- I uh, stumbled upon Righteous Gemstones with Danny McBride oh, on, on HBO. God John damn Goodman. it! Yeah, John yeah. Goodman is fantastic. I, I will say yeah. this: I mean, I, I love uh, Danny Mc uh, Danny McBride on shows like that, but it's it's hysterical because every single time he's in something, his character is known as Danny McBride. <laughs> it's fucking it's great. The same thing it in is. every show. It is, but I don't care. I love it. It's like ACDC music. They're all the same, but I fucking love it. Oh my God, Danny McBride is one of my favorites of all time. Right, right. He, he's great. It's uh, stupid hair, uh, outlandish behavior. It's great stuff. Stu, you are a god. I appreciate you. Uh, I'm an idiot just trying to get through life, man. Oh, like no, quit it. Come on, get that chin up. You're a, you got a uh, big swinging dick, and it needs to be in I a do. chick today. I do have a large penis. All right. Very good. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. Later, yeah. later, later, later. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, my God. So, anyway, that guy from Dippin' Dodd's a real piece of shit. That's how I wanted to get Stu on. I thought he had actually met the dude. He goes, nope, I've never met him. I got fuck. That guy's a douchebag. Uh... It's filmed in my town, says uh, Patrick. Righteous Gemstones, films in, filmed in your town. Uh, Danny McBride and Vice Principals and another great show. I've heard great things about that. Uh, Gemstones is three, uh, two seasons in. Can't wait to. I'm only like three episodes into it. And I just love it. His sister makes me laugh. Danny McBride's character's sister. Super dumb and hilarious. I don't know who that is. 
I don't know who any of those people are, other than John Goodman and Danny Mc and Danny McBride. Uh, Stu has a master's degree in freezer maintenance. Stu will never escape the dots. He quit the post office, uh, Maureen says, informing Stevie. Uh, let's see here. I've never been able to get reemployed by a former employer. Hats off, says Ryan. Kyle says, good for you, Stu. Marriage is a prison. Well, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like uh, things are uh, doing okay in the, uh, oh boy, I'll leave that one alone. And the new season of Gemstone starts June 18th. Boy, I got a lot of catching up to do. Okay. Uh, Dear Meathead happens in 11, 11 minutes. Uh, if you have a last minute question, by all means, send it along. Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. And I will be back. All right. Right, 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 right. Puppy time, puppy time, yeah, puppy time. Kyle says, I'm joking. It's not that bad. He's referring to this marriage. Yeah, I don't know if that's much better. Ah, marriage, it's not that bad. He says it's more of an 80-20 thing. 80% of the time, it's fine. What? Okay. If I was standing next to Diana and someone said, Hey, uh, let's talk about your marriage. And I said, well, you know, it's not that bad. 80% of the time. It's fine. My ass would be kicked. Oh my God. Jesus. Uh, all right. Dad joining me in moments. Join me on Patreon for free. If you are enjoying this podcast, the free podcast on Twitch or the audio podcast, uh, wherever you get shows, uh, make it a point to try seven days free of the Patreon. Get an idea of what goes on in one week's time. And then you'll like uh, be that happens every week. Uh, now I haven't gotten to a point yet where who are these free beers will be happening every week, but the episodes show up enough uh, or will show up enough that, um, uh, you'll be like, Oh, I cannot wait to the next one. It shouldn't be too long at all. In fact, you can go back and check out the uh, first episode of who are these free beers. There's a neat little search function at patreoncom slash Eric Zane. And in addition, we are recording a new episode of who are these free beers where we break down the now famous, I'm not making it up. Candle recall conversation. Ben and I will break down that moment on the show on this week's edition of who are these free beers. 
Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane and try seven days free. And this is how you do it. You sign up, you put a little information there, you put a payment form because if it goes one second past seven days, it's going to charge you five or 10 bucks per month. However, if you cancel it before those seven days are up, you still get the seven days, but it won't charge you. That's how it works on my show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I've got t-shirts available at ericzaneshow.com. Click merch. They're always going on sale. Check back often. You can get them for as low as like 16 bucks. We got racing this weekend at Berlin. The ARCA series comes to town for Saturday races to celebrate Father's Day. 20 bucks a pop. Is there a... Do dads get in free? Am I... Did I screw that up earlier? Uh, Buy tickets. No. Probably just some Father's Day festivities where they say, Yay, dads! Uh, Arca Menard Series is in town. 6.30 p.m. start. 20 bucks a ticket. Uh, 15 and under free. Parking free. Bring in a cooler with with your goodies to eat. And if you have soft drink, bring that. And uh, if you want to drink booze, you got to buy it in the facility. So no booze, no glass. Otherwise, you can bring in food and beverages in through a cooler. There you go. BerlinRaceway.com. The following weekend is Margaritaville night. Tickets are 14 bucks. But the Arca Menard series, uh, we got a bigger purse for the winners of that, it is a nationally touring uh, touring uh, circuit. And uh, tickets a little bit more expensive for Father's Day, but the ARCA races are just fantastic. That's like uh, NASCAR light. It's stock car racing, but a lower circuit. <clears throat> you know, you got uh, ARCA, and then I think it goes like trucks, NASCAR trucks. And then uh, what was known as, and then you got this series, uh, I, I, I forget. I used to call it the Bush series. And then the grand champion of them all, which I used to call Winston cup. I don't know what the fuck it is now. Xfinity. I've exhausted the extent of my racing knowledge, but all I do know is that I do have fun when I go to Berlin. Uh, like we talked about with Stu Berlin raceway.com for those tickets. Thank you. A and E heating and cooling the immortal Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579 to get that AC tuned. If you have not done this in at least a year, that means your AC is suffering. It's working harder than it needs to. It's more susceptible to damage and breakdown because it's working harder. And it's also causing you to have higher electric bills because it's not operating efficiently. Believe me on this. 616-516-8579. Drop 79 bucks and have A and E heating and cooling tune that thing up for you. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet invites you to head into their store in Granville, Michigan, right along Chicago Drive behind the Little Caesars and say hello to them and get the lowest price in the entire state of Michigan for flooring. They buy massive quantities of it by the 53-foot trailer full and then set it up inside of the facility. All different types of carpeting, all different types of uh, flooring, laminate, uh, tile, 
ceramic, vinyl, plank, hardwood, you name it. They have it all at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet along Chicago Drive. Now, it's already the lowest price that you'll find anywhere, I promise you. But you can take an additional 10% off when you say my name. Mention me. In fact, tell your friends if they're getting ready to install flooring. Tell them to go there. And they might not even know who the fuck I am. Tell them to say my name. They're going to save an additional 10%. Eric Zane is saving you money at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Okay. Uh, A lot going on. Here we go. Let's bring in Dad for Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hi, Dad. How are you? I'm okay. Nice. How you doing? Nice to hear your voice. We're all looking forward to coming and visiting you and Joanne. Hey, man. We're looking forward and having you. I know uh, that that's a high spot of uh, of your year when we can pig out on shish kebab and, uh, you know, have so much food that we don't know what to do with it all. I remember you standing by the cooker and cooking crazy. Oh, yeah, I was like the chef, you know? Wow. So, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're getting... Sounds like a winner to me. Oh, yeah. And then we can go and, like, pick some dandelions, maybe? <laughs> yeah, and then sit down and chow at it. Uh, eat the dandelions, pick up leaves, uh, yell at the guys who race up and down the street together. That's a, now that's... Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, we don't do all those things. Well, I mean, just in case, in case anybody gets, in case anybody. Well, we do some of that. <clears throat> uh huh. All right, that is. So good. How you doing? Oh, never a complaint, you know. Or just wife of yours? How is she doing? Oh, my princess Diana, the queen of the forest, is doing wonderful. She is. Uh, she kind of is uh, kind of like a part-time work during the summer because the school year is over. Oh. Okay. So uh, some days she uh, uh, she does summer school with the kids, but that's only a few days during the week. So it's not bad, you know. We get to see her a lot more around here. That that makes everybody happy. Yeah, you know, you including your wife are the busiest people in the world. I think. Oh, just oh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's kind of like a lot of small little things that we have to do. Uh, oh, you do a lot of great things. Are you kidding? I'm proud of you. Thank you. There's there's time to sit down later down the road. Yeah. And besides, I can't. You know me. I can't sit still. I know you do. You come out there trying to clean the whole world. Oh, I'm telling you. And everybody says that I am you. Like. Oh yeah. Like, you are. I can vouch for that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I mean, I just. I. It, it's. It's very similar. I. I think. Um, the uh, the personality traits are most evident in me, um, as opposed to your other two natural born children. Oh, I know you just come up there like in the, in the woods. You just <clears throat> I watch you once in a while. You look around, look around. All of a sudden, you take off. Yep. Oh, you're on a mission. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta go like pick up a stick or something. Yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all right. It's, Nothing wrong with getting busy. I'm greatly entertained. I'm greatly entertained by that. Oh, hey, 
you got quite a bit of your dad in there, you know that. Well, yeah, that's true. And you know, when I go there, and let's say people uh, come up there with me, um, you know, they I think they get the impression, okay, so what are we supposed to do? Just sit around and stare at each other? And I'm like, well, you can do whatever you want, but I'm going to go pick uh, up some sticks. Yeah, I, I, I see you. I, I really see myself in you. Yeah. It's uh, it's true, and and that's good. I love I love that. I love that. You know, that's good. That's good. Um, okay. Well, Dad. Uh, in addition to looking forward to visiting on Sunday for our big Father's Day, uh, Shish Kebab Festival. Uh, uh, thank you so much for all the wonderful things they do for me, honey. Oh, it's the least I could do. Hey, and there's rumors going around that your sister's going to come visit. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I talked to Janet and I said, well, let me know what's up. They haven't even scheduled a date. And I said, well, if you do, I'll come there and I'll hang out with you guys. Well, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. And then you and you and your sister. She looks like anymore. Well, I'm sorry. I don't even know what she looks like anymore. Who, your sister or, your, or Janet? It's my sister. She looks like you. <laughs> I don't know. She's a, right, oh yeah. Yeah, but you've seen her many times. Oh well. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's gonna come see it. She's probably gonna she's probably gonna move in. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. Who who moved in? Yeah, I think I think your sister's gonna move in with you. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'd say the same. This, uh, this house is very small for any any I know it. Uh, hey, my friend Patrick in uh, South Carolina, he has a question. He says, Meathead, I need to I need to do something fun this summer. What should I do uh, for, a, for this summer vacation? Well, actually, traveling is not a bad idea. Well, the- I want to travel where wa- there's water. Yeah, on two boats. On two boats and, you know. Uh, stuff like that. You want to be by water, the little man from the desert? <laughs> no, well, that's because I had too much and not enough water when I was growing up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you really? did. Really, we didn't. So, Patrick, if you're keeping the notes like I am, remember, for vacation, traveling is not a bad idea. <laughs> right. Oceanside traveling, I, I enjoy that. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of Iran, Dad, I don't know if you saw the story in the well, news. Well, that's why. There's hardly any water out there. Right, right. We were. Dad, do you remember when we were on, uh, uh, went to California and uh, in the 1980s, me, you, Joanne, Nikki, Lizzie, and uh, when we were on the airplane, we ran into a professional wrestler? Yes. Yes. Do you remember who that was? No. Uh, he went by the name of the Iron Sheik. I remember. Now that you mentioned that, I remember that name, but I really don't know what what he looked like. Or well, he's uh, he's from Iran, uh, in an area about probably about a hundred miles from where you grew up in Zargande. Zargande, yeah. Right. And he was uh, he just died though. He was eighty one. Oh, really? Yeah, the sheik croaked. Wow, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, everybody was bummed out. He was a legend. He was a legend. But yeah, wow. 
on that airplane. I sat right next to the Iron Sheik. It was incredible. Oh, my God. Did you really? Oh, yeah. That, I remember him being very, very sweet, very, very nice. Wow. Um, that's, a, that's a memory not to forget. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, Dad, we're a little lean on questions today. Let me double check, see if there's anything else. Uh, Nathan wanted to know if Joanne can whistle for some reason. I, 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 I don't know if he knew that. Had you said that to, uh, have you said that before, Joanne? No, I think I've never mentioned whistling. <laughs> I know I can. I, I'm, I'm curious where that came from, but he wanted, he wanted to know if you can whistle. The only time she whistles when I pinch her. Oh yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how how old is too old to have children? Oh boy! Uh, actually, I think it's it's really it's really old when you're beyond your uh, forty years of age. Yeah, it it can get a little weird then. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, for for me personally, I I was glad to be done at thirty one. Frankly. Oh, yeah, that's tough on a woman, you know? Yeah. How old were you, Joanne? I think I was 36 when I had Nikki. Okay. Oh, man, I bet you that was a tough one. No, it was easy. No, I meant because everything, Nikki's such a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. She's not a pain in the ass. She's a pain in the ass to your dad. I know, I know. I'm just teasing. Um, all right. Well, uh, you guys, I love you so much. I appreciate you. I cannot wait to see you. It'll be just a matter of days, and we will be together. Yeah, you'll be standing by the grill. I know that. I know it. I know it. They're cooking for you, and you can help me, okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Never okay. forget that scene. I think we should take a picture of that. All right. Wait. Yeah, and we do need a picture. We got to get a picture. We've. Uh, I like yeah. to take pictures when we're together, and so we uh, will definitely get a picture. Hey, have you heard from your brother? I didn't know he was out of the country. You know, I I haven't, and uh, I it's every time it's he goes at random times. But you're right; he may be out right now. Well, he should be on the way home now. Yeah, he's definitely going to be there with us. Hey, is Norman coming? Joanne wants to know. I invited him. Uh, and he's coming. Uh, yeah, he hasn't said he's not. He's going to be there with his talking machine. Oh, yeah. He's, probably, he's always conducting business, man. It's a Saturday or a Sunday, having <laughs> shish kebab. He's talking to employees about stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, well hey, if he does that again, we're just going to grab the phone and throw it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Because he's, it's so annoying. Where they're trying to have a good time, and he's talking to people about building uh, cars at, on the assembly line. Yes, yes. Okay, I love hey, you very much. Is it one band something? One band. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's 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 your son. You love him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to you guys. 
All right, guy. Okay. Love you. Love, love, you, love you, audience. All right. Very good. See you Sunday, according to Joanne. Yes, that's exactly right. Okay, till then. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. There you go. Dear Meathead, uh, Joanne's always like, be careful. Don't don't just smart off about any of the family members because they 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 listen. And she's right. That's a bad deal to ever like bust balls on a family member. I I mean, I've done that before, and it has backfired badly. Oh. And it's to a point now where after all the years of doing that, it's you can never unring the bell. If you if anybody ever got their feelings hurt because of a joke or something I said on the show, oh, you're dead. You you can't ever go back. They they const, you constantly are being scrutinized and judged. It's like oh shit, and don't you dare bring it up ever again. I'm probably gonna get in trouble just for saying that. Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Uh, all right. Yesterday on the huge show, uh, we did a bit called Trump on Sports. I gave the uh, phone number uh, to my pal, Brett Hayes, and we got in touch with Trump. I will post that. I'm not going to play it right now, and just, it, I, but I will post that uh, for you folks. Um, I can't read. What should I do? No, you know what? I'm going to post it on Patreon. I will I'll make that available on Patreon. That will be a Patreon thing. That's something you can sign up for for free. Uh, patreon.com slash Eric Zane seven days free to be able to hear my interview with, uh, Trump for the first edition of Trump on sports. He was actually in the motorcade after he was booked. And then we were able to get a hold of him as he went to a Cuban sandwich shop. Uh, a little bit about that 37 counts. This is the first time ever in the history of the United States that Either a current sitting or former president is has been criminally charged. This has never happened. This is all new territory. And uh, Trump may be fucked. In this indictment, they meticulously go into detail about the problems with what he did. Now, I know that there's a lot of folks that are like, well, wait a minute, uh, Joe Biden, Pence, they had uh, documents. Um, the difference is they gave them back. Trump was asked to bring them back, and he was also subpoenaed. He was asked to give them back, and he was also subpoenaed to do so, and he ignored all of those things. Thus, the raid Thus, the charges. Um, there were some very, very serious things that were being stored. Those documents, physical documents, including uh, about the country's nuclear arsenal being stored like in a fucking bathroom or a hallway. So anybody walking through there could easily have accessed the country's uh, very, very sensitive information that eyes from other countries would love to see that's the national security risk. 
Because I don't want to hear from any of you Trump twats suggesting that this is no big deal or this is a witch hunt. It's anything but a goddamn witch hunt. Okay? It's a very, very serious charge. Pence came out, and now these uh, Republicans are starting to uh, mouth off. And they should. Okay? Most of them, except for Chris Christie, are huge pussies. And what they're trying to do, these Republicans that are trying to win the nomination, they're trying to not indict Trump because if Trump doesn't win, they want their votes. And it's gutless. Christie is the only one that's saying, fuck this guy. I've always liked him, even though he's a piece of shit too. Uh, So I kind of have an affinity for the way he handles business, but he hasn't done enough to win my vote. As of right now. Okay. But anybody who's willing to throw Trump under the bus. I love that. So I would say I'm closer today than I was yesterday. in saying Chris Christie's the fucking man. If Chris Christie, he could just go on record and say, uh, Donald Trump can suck my dick. And they said, what do you want to do for the country? And he said, I don't know. I just, I just want to tell Trump to fuck off. I'd vote for him. Okay. Because I love pissing these patriots off. Okay, they're the, 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 the absolute dregs of society, the worst human beings on the planet, period. Um, Pence said, there is a no way I can uh, defend these charges. Like, these charges are so serious that um, none of these charges are defensible, in my opinion. That's the long way of saying that Trump's an asshole. But Pence is such a, uh, you can't get a pin up that guy's ass. So he's not going to say anything uh, too bad. Nikki Haley, I doubt she's going to say anything. She's kind of like, Trump loves her. And she's not going to have the balls to say anything. Uh, And I don't even know who else is running. That one guy, Perry Mason, who ran for governor of Michigan, and then he, uh, uh, went the boring Dean family route of gathering signatures and fucked it all up for himself. Uh, I, I, who gives a shit about that guy? So in my opinion, Chris Christie is the fucking man, but I'm not voting for him yet. Okay? But I love Christie. The way he's talking shit about Trump, we need more of that. Um. Did you see the misspelled sign yesterday? I did not. T-P-U-M-T instead of Trump. Nobody will vote for Christie, says Chris. You're probably right. Um, Chris says, it's just that that asshole hates Trump. The only reason why he's running is to stick it to Trump. Aram says, I think the Trump impression is going to catch on and get picked up by something big like Frank Caliendo via the phone. Um, I will say that Simonson is in love with the Trump segment. And he wants the Trump segment uh, to be a regular thing. So uh, this could be an opportunity for Trump 
to make a little money on the side. Not that he needs it. I mean, he's filthy rich, right? I also played the Trump segment from the radio yesterday to another radio pal. And he said, that's damn funny. So I think you're right about that. I think that the Trump segment might catch on. And so I don't think, I mean, who gives a shit local radio? It's that fantastic of a segment. Just the fact that Trump makes himself available to ham and egg, ham and podcasts like mine is, is insane. I love it so much. Makes me very happy. Who knew that a piece of shit podcast from a dormer above his garage could have an in with the former president? Uh, Corey says, I'll vote for a Republican who has the balls to say, fuck Trump. Crazy Ashley's in the house. Says Trump segment is my favorite. Yeah, I don't really have segments, though. I just have me ranting and raving like an asshole. But I love the Trump segment, too. All right. So there you go. Thank you uh, to Dad and Joanne for being part of me. Uh, part of the show on Dear Meathead. Uh, I got a story about a person who was dead. Elderly woman. She died in Ecuador on Friday they, uh, she died. She had a stroke and suffered from some type of cardiovascular uh, attack. And that was it. Her 76-year-old mother, grandmother. Uh, oh, my God. This is so sad. Uh, Bella Montoya has passed. The son announced to the world. Immediately, funeral arrangements were made. They put... Mama Montoya in the morgue. Uh, everything is planned. A lot of stress. By the way, that whole process of when you die and then, you know, when someone dies and then the family has to kind of like make all the arrangements, it's such a pain in the ass. They should have, you know, how there's a wedding uh, planner who does everything. They should offer funeral planning services. Maybe they do where they do everything. Cause you know, like they, people make those photo boards and they got to print off all the fucking pictures and shit. Ugh. it seems so fucking horrible to have to do that right when someone's dead. Maybe you, you should like, uh, plan your own funeral. Like, for me today, if I wanted to do this, I would make my own picture boards. I'd have the pictures printed off, ready to go in a neat little kit, like a survival kit. If I die, open this. And then you do, there you go. There's the storyboards. And then you pick the pictures, you know, uh, I think that would be great. That's a good idea. Maybe you don't need a funeral planner for it. Just something to do ahead of time. Plan your own funeral. You should shoot video. You should shoot a video of yourself saying, hey, how you doing, everybody? Bet you didn't expect to see me here, but I'm dead. Okay? It'd be hilarious. So you put the video right above the coffin, and my coffin is open. There I am. And it's like, oh, my God, look at me. I look like fuck. Oh, Jesus, what an ugly son of a bitch. Just roast your dead body. Oh, oh my God. 
And you need to say that going in, maybe, or maybe you don't, maybe you surprise them, you know, because you don't want people to get all distressed, but can you imagine the dynamic of coming up with a roast routine for you and then somehow someone getting offended that you're making fun of you and they like walk out? It'd be incredible. If you got them to walk out because you making fun of you hurt their feelings, oh my God, their heads would explode. And then the idea that you can just let people have it. Hey, there's John. Oh, I fucking hated you. You were such an asshole. Oh my God. I cannot believe you married my niece. You fucking sick mob asshole. Fuck you. You know? Uh, just let them have it. That's all hypothetical. It could be anybody that I'm talking about. <clears throat> but um, I love that idea. Uh, Corey says Eric's new career. Brandis says that is a great idea. Uh, sounds like a cliche 90s sitcom. All right. Excellent. Anyway, so Bella Montoya died. They're like, okay, now we got to go ahead and uh, plan this thing. And on Monday, two days ago, is the wake. Ecuador. Not a lot of people there. Um, this that I'm about to talk about, there is video. I'll share that with you in a moment. But so... It's hot as hell. They got the fans blowing in there and uh, coffin is closed. And um, some uh, rustling is heard from the coffin. And then knocking is heard from the coffin. And then the dude's son opens up the lid. Hilberto. And mom is alive in the coffin. Breathing heavily. She is alive as of right now. What the fuck? Audio check. Video check. This is how this unfolded. Looks like she's not having the easiest time breathing, but she's alive. She is alive. She was definitely declared dead. It says doctors informed Montoya's family. They handed over a death certificate. Now here they are. Can you imagine being there? All these fucking people. Why aren't they like crying and on their knees? Father, son, Holy Ghost, all that shit. They're lifting her out of the coffin and putting her on the Damar Hamlin stretcher. And then they're going to go take her to the hospital. 
Holy fuck! Yeah, they should be like touching her and praying for their own health or something. You know, sprinkling the room with vag juice. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just as long as I can get some type of blessing from her. We approached. We could see she was breathing heavily. Hilberto Barbera told the AP. And look at She's like, come on. Take, get me the fuck out of here. And they took her to the hospital. The hospital where they I, said she's dead. You better not take her to that hospital. Oh, my God. So they don't know what ultimately is going to happen to her. But there she is. She's heading off in the ambulancia. Uh, now they're they're blaming the hospital. They're saying, "How the fuck could you have done this? How could this have happened?" Uh, I'm getting some Monty Python references for you old bastards. Bring out your dead. I'm not dead yet. Uh, zombie, kill it, says Corey. Kill the witch. Stevie says, I guess they don't embalm over there. Yeah, damn good thing. Probably not. You know, it's a fucked up country. And you know what had to been going through their head? Like, she doesn't stink. She's been here for days and she she doesn't stink at all. Um. So I really, really want her to pull out of this deal so that she can tell the tale but my god i and if you're the hospital they're like they're like investigating you know and trying to um piece together what happened but if you're the hospital you you just gotta go well it's jesus it's jesus brought her back this is a, a god intervention that we we cannot we cannot actually be held responsible. You must talk to the boss. And that is Jesus. Okay? Or God or whoever you worship. Um, referencing the grandma that was dismembered and put on the grill. Jimmy says, fire up the grill. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I have another similar story. It was a, uh, It's a younger person, though. I was pronounced dead for three minutes. Here's what I saw. Now, um, there, there's two things that are interesting about this story. That this chick died for three minutes, and she's going to tell us what she saw. But buried in all of that is this chick's appearance. Um, I have never seen more of a face changer. You know how, like, sometimes a chick, when she puts on makeup, she looks absolutely different than when she does not have makeup on? And I think society has taught us to say, yeah, you can't go outside unless you put on your face. And that, that's kind of sad when you think about it. I mean, you see me now. If you saw me later, I'd look the same. But chicks have to actually change their appearance in some cases. And they, they're like, oh, I, there's no way I'm going, out, I'm going out of the house without makeup on. Why? 
Okay. Now, this is the chick who died and came back to life. All right. Look at like a normal chick. And in the story, she uh, she shares how she died. But if you scroll more to more of her uh, social media posts, this is the same chick. <laughs> she looks 1 million percent different. You would not, you could not. I almost was like, that can't be the same person, but it is. Look at this face-changing metamorphosis. For you ladies, can you maybe take me through what's going on here? Because I will say that with the makeup on, she looks glamorously beautiful. And uh, in this picture, I expect her to uh, shoot out an audible vag fart and then cup her hand and smell it. Beautiful. Want to have sex with her? Vag fart, cup and smell. Beautiful, vag. Beautiful, vag. What the fuck is going on in the world when you have to deal with that? When you actually have to put on a mask to go outside? Look at the difference in her eyes. She doesn't have any like uh, eyeliner on or uh, mascara. or And her eyebrows are... Uh, thin and pale, but that's her God given appearance. But the culture has tricked us into thinking that this with the makeup is the only acceptable way this woman should be seen. And that if she came outside vag farting, looking like this, we would demand she puts a bag over her head. That's fucking horrible. Kyle says, isn't she a little young for you? You know, under 50. Yeah, that, that, that's true. Jimmy says she looks like Tom Petty. Ashley says, is that a filter or makeup? I don't know. Well, here's another picture of her. Same chick. Now, now she looks like three people. And I think she's a chick who does because she just looks like she's got that, hey, I'm looking for dick type of picture going or a face expression on her face. Wearing the perky cup uh, shirt. And then this is her here. Now she looks like four people because here she's she's got a weird Cro-Magnon thing going on. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with this chick. If this is her, if she's putting a filter on, um, that's, that's really sad. Come on now. Don't do that. Just go with your natural look. I'm very confused about this chick. I don't know what is up or down. My whole world is topsy-turvy. I don't know enough about filters uh, to determine what is a filter and what is, what is uh, makeup. Cole says, in this case, I'm with culture. Well, you don't think she looks pretty here? You know? I, th- I think she's very attractive here. You guys don't think so? That's rude. Um, yeah, I, it, are filters that good? 
Jesus. All right. Well, anyway, this chick, who we don't even know what the fuck is up and down with her, died. <clears throat> Ashley says that's a dude. I'm going to text you a photo filtered and not, Ashley says. You mean like uh, uh, um, personal pictures of you? What the hell are you doing? Ryan says, after a quote like, hey, I'm looking for dick, how could the show possibly get such negative reviews? You got me, man. All right. Well, that's not the point of the story. doesn't matter. She's dead, uh, and then she came back to life. She died from heat stroke. She's from Wisconsin. Okay, well, there's no way she looks like this hot chick. Because Wisconsin, Wisconsin doesn't make them like that. All right? I would say the Wisconsin version is probably this one right here. That's her with the man face going on. This one, uh, skeezy looking for dick face. No. This one, glamorous bottle face. Hell no. Uh, local transient traffic chick. Yes, perhaps. Uh, so she died. Okay. Uh, friends called the ambulance, rushed to a local hospital. She was revived via defibrillator. Doctors declared that her heart had stopped beating for three minutes before she was miraculously brought back to life. She suffers. Sorry about the pauses. She suffers from Wolf Parkinson White and Postural Tachycardia Syndrome. I think that means your heart races depending on where your body is, whether you're on your back or standing up, both of which cause abnormalities with increased heart rate. Often she feels like she's going to throw up. I'm feeling like I'm going to throw up when I see this pic. Uh, Her heart can experience severe shaking and fainting spells. She believes the uh, sweltering summer made her conditions worse, ultimately bringing out the deadly heat stroke. Uh, While Jade only saw black during her three minutes of death, maybe it was black dudes. She says she has experienced strange anomalies that make her believe in the afterlife. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. She says, okay, all I saw was black for three minutes. But now that I'm back, weird shit happens. You ever see that movie Powder? Where the guy's got like lightning powers and shit? Uh, This chick believes that she now has some type of superhuman power. Uh, Since this happened, she says when everybody, whenever she puts a watch on, the watch stops. Now, this doesn't surprise me at all that she uses one of these. She claims vape pens shut down when they're around her, even with a full battery. All right. So my vape pen won't work when I'm trying to look extra whorish. I've also had a lot of other spook, spooky things happening. What? Such as hearing voices. 
and seeing things that aren't there. Then it says the content creator continued. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now we're getting somewhere. You're a con- Ooh, a content creator. Follow me on my uh, Instagram. Change my face. TikTok face changer. Sometimes it's been whispers or dark, hazy figures. And I began recording my home because I was petrified that I was losing it. But ultimately, I believe this is telling me that life continues after death. I bet you when they brought her back, the, the, the doc's like, oh, my God, she didn't wear any makeup. Now we wish that we're dead. Uh, the experience made Jade less afraid of her eventual death. Maybe she's trying to look like death warmed over. Perhaps that's it. Um, so that's it. You can see for yourself. The bigger mystery is uh, the, the two mysteries are the vape pen and whether or not she's using a filter. Bob of uh, Sir Bob of Oliver Oliver says Oliver says she's a walking EMP. Brandis says I'm calling bullshit. And then she says, "Oh my God, that little wine was so cute." How about another one? Talk to him, Darla. You got want to talk to him? Come on, talk to him. They don't want to hear you sniff. Don't lick the microphone. No? By the way, she's starting to get more of an underbite. And uh, and she her tongue is starting to stick out all the time now. Tyler says squeeze her. I'm not going to, or Chris says uh, squeeze her. I'm not going to squeeze her, you fucking idiot. By the way, she's getting so big. Oh. That's a peanut. That's my honey bunny. Hang on a second here. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Text Pooh. What do you want to say to Pooh? Can you please come get Darla? Send it? Yes. Done. The second I set her down, she's going to pee. And we just can't have that. And look at she's trying to bite me. Don't bite. No. No bite. So the plan. (laughs) What is that? What's up? Uh, The plan when we go up uh, over to New York, Eric, Diana. Uh, Jackie, Justin, and Cece. These four are going to the uh, dog daycare. And then we are off for another amazing NYC adventure. Not this coming week. Wait, not the rest of this week. Not next week. But the week after that, Wednesday, will be my last show. So two weeks from today... My last show, oops, until uh, I get back the following week. Let me see if I can get Pooh Bear in here. 
Unless you can. All right. Hang on. I'm going to go take her to Diana. She has to go potty. I know, honey. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, now I'm getting sass. I go... I could keep your phone on you. T- uh, turn. She's got an uh, Apple Apple Watch that lets her know when I text. She's got. You can turn the ring around. There's a million and one ways for me to be able to get a hold of her. And I come downstairs. I go, hey, I, I'm trying to get a hold of you. You got to come get this dog. But you do that to me too. Do you, do you do you have that? Do you have that scenario where um. Okay, so she tries to get a hold of me, and it's on do not disturb. And then when I get in trouble, I go, I'm sorry. You're right. My bad. So then it reverses. I'm trying to get a hold of her, and I say the same thing she says to me. Instead of it being exactly the same thing but reversed, she should then, in theory, go, oh, no problem. Sorry about that. But instead, I get, you do it to me. It's like, but this isn't a fucking blame game. This is just about, I need you right now. Kyle says, sounds like this is the 20% of the time when marriage isn't that great. Uh, Brandis says, I am just like the queen of the forest. Yeah, that's that's horseshit. It's not equitable. Tyler says that's definitely a chick thing. If you don't answer, you experience their fury. But if they do it, then you get whoopsie whatever. No, I didn't even get whoopsie whatever. I got, fuck you, you do it. That's bullshit. In fact, I think I need to address this. I bet you she'll do it again right here. Check. (laughs) Then again, I don't even think she has her phone on her. No, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I'm getting numerous things. People saying, oh boy, this is a mistake. No, no, no. This is good. This needs to happen. Uh, I am going to uh, make that happen. I'm going to get her back on on the Patreon. I don't know if I have a, I don't have a, I don't think I have enough time to unpack this here. Pick your battles easy. No bullshit. Yeah, I do. And I'm picking this one. This is what I'm picking. You know? It's just a crock of shit. I don't care for that. All right, let me uh, rattle through these and then I'll call her back. So fucking annoying. Uh, you too can advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, have your message heard on the audio podcast alone. Uh, 80 to 100,000 times a month. That's where I am right now. And I would love you to be part of it. And all you need to do is reach out. Eric at ericsaintshow.com and I'll tell you how it works.
like my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The number one place to get a vehicle repaired. Keep your cars on the road. Uh, All the preventative maintenance can be taken care of at Irvine's. Uh, Skip taking it to the dealer service shop. In fact, my friends at Sarah are like, hey, we want to advertise our our service shop. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Irvine's is there first, and I can only have one. I said, you can advertise your cars. I can tell people to buy your cars. I can't do service. They go, all right. And besides, it's Irvine's. They're the absolute best. Number one across the board. The dealers take their cars, take the cars when they can't get, when they're in the weeds, they call Irvine's for help. It's true. 616-532-6600. Number one in West Michigan for a reason as voted on by the consumers. Head to their website, Irvine's.com, ervines.com. Take a look at the amazing Google reviews from people who are 1 million percent satisfied. Of course, they get the occasional person who's misguided and leaves a poor review. You know, we have one of our own who does that here and complains about every single thing on the entire planet. Sometimes, you know, sometimes some people just like to watch the world burn and that's what you deal with with that. Uh, but other than that, it's great. Irvine, 616-532-6600, Irvines.com. Thank you, Kent County Health Department, for being on board with the show. If uh, the little ones have not been vaccinated for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, uh, cervical cancer vaccine, then that needs to happen. And it can happen for little or no cost. Just reach out to the Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health, or call them at 616-632-7200. Speaking of Sarah, get a new car at Sarah Honda Granville. March in, test drive a brand new Honda today. You will not be let down. You will love Honda vehicles. Uh, absolutely incredible. And Sarah Honda Granville, number one Honda volume dealer in the entire state of Michigan. Go see why at Sarah Honda Granville. They are along Kennewa Avenue, just north of 44th Street in beautiful Granville, Michigan. Let's try this one more time. If this doesn't work... I'm going to walk out and say, pick up your phone. Hello. Hey, uh, uh, hi, hi there. How are you? Hi. I sensed some attitude earlier. Well, yeah, you did sense some attitude. Why? Being a dick. Well, I said, I, I did what you do when, uh, when you, you know, attack me for not picking up the phone. Yeah, but you're like, I need your help. I mean, like, you normally I'm at work and you're able to do it all by your lonesome. So I'm busy working and then you jump down my throat. I didn't jump down your throat. I simply made it clear I needed your assistance. And I, I'm like, why? I've been trying to reach you. I had 10. Mm-hmm. Look, I had 10 minutes in the show left. Okay. It wouldn't make sense for me to leave for five minutes and then come back and say, okay, here's more show. So, yes, I do have the ability to bring the dogs down, but I didn't have it this time because time was... What are you doing? Are you bowling? 
multitasking. Did I just hear the dog snort? Uh, I don't think no, so. I don't know what that was. Well, anyway, so then I go down there and I, I'm like, hey, I mean, I need this help. And and uh, you realize what you said? What I say? You do it all the time. Yeah, you do. Okay. Now, here's the difference. Here's the difference. When I do do that, like have my phone on do not disturb. What is my no, attitude? What I meant, well, no, 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 stop. What I meant by you do it all the time, meaning I meant you when I'm not here, you you take care of the dogs. Oh. That's what I meant. Oh. I thought you were putting it in my face that I have my phone on do not disturb all the time. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was I took that. I was like, wait a minute. That's bullshit. Because I always, whenever I get busted with my phone on do not disturb, I always, what do I do? Do I give you a hard time? No. Well, I say I'm sorry, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, sometimes. No, that's bullshit. I always say, oops, I'm so, you know, I send like the I'm scared face and ooh, uh, you know, I, I, I never like have a fuck you attitude. <laughs> I didn't have a fuck you attitude. When I brought that dog downstairs and you did, did you say, oh, hey, no problem. Uh, no. No. You said, you do it all the time. <laughs> this is so no. unnecessary. No, it's not. No, it because. is. I, because I just explained it to you. I couldn't. I, I mean, if it was 9 a.m., yeah, sure. But if you are here, I would like you to come help me because it's just easier. It's better for the show to keep it moving as opposed to, hey, I got to stop and take the dogs and go pee. I mean, when you're here, you can help out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get so much time off. I don't get that time off. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to Darla, who's carrying around the base of a food bowl. I know it. Yeah. she's. And by the way, her little bark is the cutest thing ever. Everybody loves it. <laughs> her little high-pitched bark. Oh, yeah. And she's... Your sister make these adorable noises. <laughs> she had to go potty? I'm sorry? Is that why she was doing that? Because she had to go potty? Well, I'm not sure what she needed, but I gave her to you. I think she went, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when she wants down, she, she kind of loses her shit. It's very noisy where you are. <laughs> why can't we just sit still? I'm working. All right. Um, I was going to ask you something. Hmm. Uh-oh. Can't remember now. All right. Hey, um, final thoughts on the big wedding um, with Matthew and Amanda. Yeah, it looked nice. Did you know like, if you went... There was went, a lot of yee-yee going on. There was. There was. And first of all, I found out that just saying yee-yee is not correct. Oh. You got to go yee-yee. I guess. I don't know if it sounded as bad as you and I just did it. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's kind of sounds terrible. And did you know that Matthew's dad is a Bigfoot hunter? I did. You told me that. That's very interesting. I wonder yeah. if he's found one yet. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he's ever been found. Do you think there's more than one? We don't know. I mean, these guys seem to think so. You know, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to know when they're going to be like out and about 
and then yeah. like go it and they don't know that you're there and dress up in like a gorilla suit or whatever the fuck <laughs> and just freak those fuckers out. They'd lose their shit and then charge at them. They'd probably shoot you. They probably would. Yeah. That um, probably wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, that wedding was great. You could go fishing at that wedding. Did you have you ever heard of such a thing? There was a pond and people brought fishing gear and they were fishing while uh Matthew and Amanda were getting their pictures taken. Oh, that's fun. Oh, honey. Oh, that Darla. You hear that? Yeah. Hey, I was reading a review of my show earlier. Some person wrote uh, a review. Mm-hmm. This guy wrote, not only, this person wrote, not only boring, but also annoying and dumb. He said, mm-hmm. I, I thought I would enjoy this podcast since I'm a longtime Freebird and Hot Wings listener, but this is something of a different sort. It's not an entertaining podcast, at least not for me. If you enjoy having Eric Zane shout incomplete nonsense and rambling about details of a certain football game, all with repeated extended pauses between phrases, then you're good. Then you've come to the right place. I thought I just landed on a dud episode. So I've given it a few chances. Each time is a disappointment for me. So I've now chosen to not give it a fourth chance. Best of luck to you, Eric Zane. I, you know, the, the, what pisses me off the most about that is the best of luck to you. I would have rather him say, go fuck yourself. Right. Maybe I, I think that's what he should do. To go, he should go fuck himself. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that guy's kid dies. No, Eric. No, you can't go that far. That's not good. Take that back right now. No. Eric, take it back right now. Well, what if he doesn't even have any kids? Okay. Well, what if he does? Take it back. Well, I hope they die. Eric! I'm sorry. I will. I take it back. Thank you. You can't say that. That's why people think you're a dickhead. Did, did you stumble in calling me a dickhead? I was going to call you something worse. All right. All right. I don't, I don't really wish that that guy's... I don't even know if it's a guy. I don't know if he has kids. Okay. Well. Uh, anyway. Brandis says, uh-oh, you're in the red now on Pooh Bear points. That's correct. Chris says you were going to refer to me as a cockhead. <laughs> Chris who? Chris K. Uh, yeah. Kyle, one of the gays, says, I'll say it. Fuck that guy and his dead kid. <gasps> Kyle. Uh, all right. Say that. Yeah, I know. I, I was only kidding, but he means it. He's well, like an angry gay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, can't, can't be angry. This person says that the whoever wrote that has six kids, three from him and three from his new wife. Oh, so they must know him. No, that was. Or a, are they just making that up? That was a joke that I don't think you get. He's suggesting Freebeer wrote it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. I get it now. All right. You're bowling again, so I'm going to let you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Okay, th- thanks for yelling at me. Okay. Bye. Bye. So I guess it was a misunderstanding. You do it all the time. I thought she was referring to, like, ignoring the phone. Either way. Unnecessary. If she comes to me for help, I'll just help. I don't ever I don't ever give her a hard time. I'm always sweet. You guys know that. 
Chris says, hey, everybody dies. Ashley says, that's the reason. Uh, Brandon says, you knew you'd end up in the wrong one way or another. Right. Okay. Well, I hope you've been able to make it through all the pauses. Josh says, is it just me or does the queen of the forest always seem like she's doing contractor work when she's on the phone? Are you building another deck? Uh, all right. Asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. Yesterday I was the husband killer. A chick who killed her husband and then made it, wrote a children's book about it. Sorry about this long pause while I write things out. Sorry if I'm not filling every waking moment of this podcast with my voice. Uh, TC Paintball says the Dippin' Dots asshole is the asshole of the day. Thank you to TC Paintball. All right. That concludes our free podcast day. The Patreon bonus happens a little bit later on. I thank you all for being part of this. I uh, humbly ask that you try the Patreon for free. Is that so hard asking you to try it for free? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. If you are not already on there, try it out for a week. And it is my goal, my job to make you uh, feel like this is something you have to have. So I, I'm going to try to get you in the door for free. And from then, I need to convince you that that's a, a batch of content every week. I said batch. To uh, make you want to be part of it. Every month. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Kyle says, come listen to the Patreon where Zane promises to tell a secret and then backs out. Look, I started to go down that road and talking about something yesterday. I forget what. Um, No, it was two things, definitely. I teased something big coming, maybe next week. And then... I also started to tell a story, but realized that I could get somebody, somebody could be mad at me if I told it. So I backed out. Yeah, that, now that was a full on blue ball. Sorry about that. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you down the road. Till next time. Bye bye. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland 
today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.